Hey, welcome to Broken Hearts Heal, where two broken best friends come together to talk about the healing process. I'm here with my best friend, Ashante. Hello, hello. How we doing? And I'm Capri. And we're we're two pretty best friends. (laughs) Only on some days. (laughs) But we wanted to start this podcast to just talk about our hearts. Are we ready to talk about our trauma? As you can tell, this is very new for us to just open up our hearts to, like, people that we're not going to know who is listening. So, bear with us and uh, come along on the journey. Yeah, we're super awkward. Very awkward. This is going to be like the Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio show. It's going to blow up. You know. Yeah. (laughs) But on a serious note, um... Just to really talk about um, the process of healing and, I mean, why we're even to this point where we need to heal, especially at such a young age, um, this is something that everybody can relate to. And so we want to make sure that all the information that we talk about, like, that it's real and that it's genuine and that it's relatable. Yeah, because I feel like so many people think it's because we're younger, like, oh, you don't, you're young, you don't have trauma, you don't, what's wrong? Like, you you can, no. I'm struggling. I know Capri's struggling. Like, we have everyday things that just break us down and, you know, make it hard for us to to cope. So, we hope that, you know, this is, like you said, relatable to everyone of all ages. So, yeah. Disclaimer. We have issues. (laughs) And we're not healed yet. So, that's why this is a healing process. (laughs) healing process and we hope that you come along with us to heal as well maybe get a couple laughs in maybe get a couple of yes girl period a couple cry sessions hey i'm not opposed to cry sessions either we're okay with cry sessions don't be shy cry some more (laughs) don't be shy shed a tear (laughs) but for our first intro episode we just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about ourselves and like who we are and why we're broken, I guess. <laughs> I'm gonna let Ashante go first. Go ahead, sis. Go oh ahead. gosh. Why am I broken? Let's see. <laughs> no, but um <laughs> right, it's a long story. On a serious note though, like I don't know, I guess being brought up the way I was brought up, it was it was a lot. I was brought up in a um I don't know if I'm ready for this. Don't be shy. Shed a tear in the first episode. (laughs) I would not shed a tear in the first episode. That is not happening. No, but um, so I'm 21 years old. Love that for me. And (laughs) we are very happy. Very happy, finally. And I guess like it all stems from abandonment issues, I guess, for me. Because um, my mom and my birth my birth mother and my birth father they basically abandoned me at a young age and that kind of trauma takes a toll as you get older especially in the world that we live in but thankfully my grandparents stepped up in a very big way to take care of me and my sister but it's it it definitely comes back and bites you in the butt a little bit cuz when you don't have that you know, your your mom is supposed to be there for you for all the traumatic and, you know, beautiful, traumatic, all of these things. And I just never had that. I had my grandmother, which is a blessing from Jehovah, but 
to not have that, you know, one-on-one with my actual birth mother or my father, it kind of, it kind of hurt, you know, just to not have that. And I guess I just never, I guess I've never healed from that because that's something that is, you know, <laughs> difficult, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> so yeah, that's, I guess that's me. I suffer from abandonment issues and that really messed up my self-confidence growing up. Like, you know, why was I abandoned? Was I not good enough? Was I not this or was I not that? Was, you know, what was wrong with me that they just couldn't, you know, be there for me? So that pretty much is where my issues come from. <laughs> yeah, the stem, the root of it. Yeah. I like to and say that I have daddy issues. <laughs> Like, you know me, you know I'm always joking, like, oh, I have daddy issues. But I think I actually do, to an extent, have daddy issues. Like, although my dad is in my life, when I was younger, he wasn't there as much as I would have liked him to be. Mm-hmm. Um, He probably thinks totally different than from what I think, but I think that stuff is deep. Like, and I feel like when you were a kid, you're like, you let a lot of stuff slide, but yeah. then once you get older, you're like... You weren't there for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're like, you didn't spend as much time with me as you should have. Like, And especially with a girl. Girls love their fathers. Yeah. You know, it's like how guys, like the mama boys and daddy girls. I mean, it's kind of just how it is. And so that stuff does stem very deep. And it does, like, it comes back. Like you said, it comes back to bite you in the butt, like, when you mm-hmm. get older. And I think that's, it's kind of changed the way I see men in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <gosh>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're not going to put them all in the same boat, but I mean, I have a good relationship with my dad now, and I never had a bad relationship with him, but I just know that it could have been better, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, anxiety, <laughs> depression. All of that on top of that. On top of that. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> definitely a lot so I heard like a strange noise I'm like what was that um I guess my question for you Capri is do you think that is the the cause or kind of like the starting point of your depression and anxiety or is it something um, else I've had things happen to me as a child that I don't talk to anybody about um that I actually had to have help with when I was younger mm-hmm. um for a couple of years and I think it stemmed a lot from that, too. Will I ever share that? Probably not. <laughs> I would probably never share that. But um affects me a lot that I didn't realize because it's not something that I think about. But I do remember um when I was younger, this lady used to come to my house or something like that, like, to have these little classes with me. And she told my mom that it would affect me when I got older. And I really believe that it has. But mm-hmm. I don't feel like I am that. You know, I'm not my past, obviously, like, like, it's no excuse to be a terrible person or, you know, to see yourself as weak because of those things. Right. <clears throat> it's just a, they were just a path that I had to go through before yeah. I got here. But you know one thing I like about us, though, like, from what I know about you and when I say what you know about me, like, our paths have shaped us into the women we are today, like, for sure. Like, and I'm not saying that everyone has to go through something to be who they are, but us, like me personally, I would say if I didn't go through what I went through as a kid, I would not be here, who I am today. I mean, I could have lived without it, but... You could live without it, for sure. <laughs> but, like, 
it has taught me to be resilient. It has taught me self-confidence in myself. It's taught me, you know, to self-love and to like knowing what I've been through. I'm way kinder to people that I know have been through something similarly, you know, mm-hmm. because like you never know what someone's going through for sure. So yes, self-love, self-respect. Yes. <laughs> we love and, it. You know, that that's really hard. Like it's easier said than done. Self-love. People are like, oh, you love yourself first and you have to be confident in yourself. And that is actually so much easier said than done. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, once you love yourself, you're like, yes! Like, it's a vibe. <laughs> but if you've ever been in a position where you haven't loved yourself, you know, like, that's a dark place. <laughs> Sorry. My bottles are... All my, water, all my 13 water bottles are dropping. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... Cause listen, when I was when I was younger and I had like no self confidence, girl, like I walked around like I was like, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm like ten out of ten because I still think I'm a chicken nugget, a burnt chicken nugget, but it's fine. Well, barbecue sauce and, and sour though. Hey, <laughs> a little saucy. <laughs> but like, once you grow to love yourself and like, this is who I want to be. This is who I am. Can't nobody. All the haters. Bye. <laughs> I like that. I like what you said. Like, once once you're in that place, nobody can tell you anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell me I'm this, you can tell me I'm that, but if I know what I am, self confidence is through the roof. Through the roof. Would you say that you feel like you're at that point of self love and self confidence or just feeling worthy of yourself? I would say. I am still getting there. Like, I'm not 100% there, but I'm definitely getting there. I feel like the world we live in, there is a stereotype of how you're supposed to look to love yourself and respect yourself. But I am learning to disregard those stereotypes and love who I am, love what I look like, and, you know, be me. Be unapologetically me. <laughs> Be dysfunctionally functional. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> I would say for me, I feel like when we talk about trauma and we talk about like things that happened in our past, I feel like those things have made me realize more how much I'm worth. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I feel like we forget how much we're worth when we wrap up or more like a situation. And it's like, once you get over that hurdle, you're like, this is what I'm worth. And this is what I deserve. And once you know what you're worth and what you deserve, you are not going to take anything less than that. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. Like, like a, like a very wise sister told us, know your bride price. Know your bride price. <laughs> know yes. it and never forget it. <laughs> and that goes for guys too. Yes. Know what you're worth and don't let anybody, any female, any male take advantage of you because <laughs> you will find them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll find them for you. <laughs> no, but seriously, that's so true. It's so true. And I feel like there's different people that we meet in life, you know, just during the course of life that that test our worthiness. Oh, yeah. And then sometimes you gotta come back and you're like, do do I remember who I am? Do I remember what I'm worth before this person came or before this circumstance happened? Know what you're worth. You know what you're worth. You can literally get through anything. Yes. 
I like how you said that too. Like some people will test you. They will definitely test you and who you are and <laughs> they will definitely okay. test who you are. Um, but mm-mm. once you get over that hurdle, nothing can stop you. Cause you all the way up. Um, yeah, I'm <laughs> oh my goodness. But I guess for you, Capri, like I know that makeup is like your safe spot, right? Yeah, it's my happy place. It's your happy place. So do you think does that stem from like hope you don't mind like low confidence as like growing up, like, or is it just something that makes you genuinely happy to do it? I never actually thought about that. That is actually a really good question. Um, I used to always say when I was growing up, I'm never going to wear makeup. I don't know if mm-hmm. who's ever one of those girls who was like, yeah. I'm never going to wear makeup. And my senior year of high school, actually, um, I had a friend named Star who used to teach me how to put on wing eyeliner. Like, I remember sitting at her grandma's house in the mirror and, like, trying to put on wing eyeliner and just looking a hot mess. Foundation did not match. Like, got it one night at Ulta. Did not know what I was doing. Looked like a clown. And then once I got out of high school, I just started experimenting. I did my own makeup for my graduation. Hideous. My eyebrows. Oh, my God. It was so bad. But, like, I kind of see it more of just... I just like to see the growth of myself and how my makeup has changed and... I'm not going to lie. I feel beautiful when I put on makeup. As you should, because sis be popping off for no reason. Follow me on, on Instagram, Instagram at Pretty by Pre. Sis be popping off for no reason. I'm just like, okay, now you got to show out like that. <laughs> I feel beautiful when I put on makeup, but I have to be really careful about that. Because I also want to feel pretty when I don't wear it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Which I, I'm fine with it now, but like sometimes I'll get myself like, who should lay? You need some concealer. <laughs> you know, a bit of foundation. It's like, I want to get my lashes done or something because I'm looking a hot mess today. But mm-hmm. it's the same thing with hair and clean underwear. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> hair, bro, like it's such a stereotype on what makes one beautiful and like what mm-hmm. makes one attractive. But finding someone who likes you with or without makeup, yes, or without a haircut, I don't. I know I think that's the biggest thing for me because when I was younger I had pretty long hair and I would like get that junk permed and like my hair would be burning I'm like <clears throat> growing up I was just like I'm sick of all that I'm sick of all that so I just you know took a razor and shaved it <laughs> and like a year later I did the same thing I know like it's so freeing like well, you have a lot less hair than me right now I do Shantae went bald I did go bald it's not bald I just like a like a fade? I don't know what you call it, a fade? Yeah, it's like a fade. And it's so freeing, like, it's so liberating. Do what makes you feel free. Yes, we love that. But that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> listening to our drama. Um, we love to share a lot more with you guys in just different uh, situations and circumstances that have changed our lives, whether it was for the worse or for the better. Um. Mm-hmm. We're going to have lots of guests on here. It's going to be pretty fun um, to talk about different subjects. And next week, um, our next podcast is actually going to be on a audiobook that Tay and I listened to. I'm going to tell them a little about that. Yes, it was a book that one of our friends from Chicago put out today. And let me tell you, the response to his book is called Hidden Gems. And y'all... <laughs> 
hidden gem, hidden gems amongst the the blind. The amongst okay. yes, and let me tell you, the whole book was done within like an hour. It was so mm-hmm. good, and it's like so relatable, so real, so raw. I know it's a pretty good thing. word. I know she hates that word, but it's so yeah. like it's so raw. <laughs> Very wrong to the point, like no sugar coating at all. No sugar coating. So I cannot. We cannot wait to go over our favorite chapters and points and standouts from that book. Yeah. So we're gonna be reviewing that next podcast, and we hope that you guys um ride this journey with us. This is new for us, and this is just something that we've been wanting to do for a little while now, and just to get our feelings out there. Just I think that's what everybody needs is just an outlet. So yeah. we hope that we can be an outlet for for you guys as well. Yeah, and disclaimer, Capri FaceTimed me at like 9.50. It was like, let's do it. Let's do the podcast. I was like, let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> so love that. Love the peer pressure. <laughs> peer pressure. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, we hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. Or night, wherever you're from. With you. Bye. Bye.